This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. That lovely book right over there, One Rental at a Time, available on Amazon and Audible, if you didn't know. Real quick, uh, yesterday we were supposed to interview one of our experts, Jonathan Twomley. As you know, he is our Thursday guest. However, I had forgotten that he was on a long-deserved family vacation, so uh, we will catch up with Jonathan next week. Just wanted to let you know that still occurs. And yes, all our experts can take vacations and do all those great things. They have earned that right, and we appreciate everything they do for us. Today, uh, again, another busy day. Uh, Again, we will be talking uh, with the folks uh, about different markets. We'll be talking to someone who reached out around Bitcoin and crypto. And of course, we'll be doing our 10 a.m. wrap-up. In addition to that, I just just scheduled a noon podcast where someone will be interviewing me. So again, a busy day of giving back, trying to help people. And of course, today is February 19th, and this is a great day to make some money and of course be just a little bit better than yesterday. When I look at the news of the day, uh, I'm going to start with good old Janet Yellen. Uh, She is, uh, what do I want to say? She wants to spend some money. She wants to spend some money. Uh, She is talking about a big stimulus package. I don't know about you, but I thought 1.9 trillion was big, especially on top of 3.3 and 900 or whatever we have going on today. And it's interesting to see her positioning for uh, another one. As for the folks asking where Jimbo is today, he is sleeping right down there. We had another rough rough day and I'm not going to wake him up because he's finally asleep yeah not good not good I will be taking a nap later today it is uh, something that is coming for sure so again Janet Yellen she is someone that we have to watch she yields a lot of power and she is ready to spend I think they are setting us up for a monster infrastructure uh, stimulus so uh, it it, uh, it is interesting Remember, as I've shared with you before, Janet Yellen is a labor economist. What I have seen by economists and all of that is um, they have their thing, right? I'm a consumer. I follow the consumer, right? I'm demand, um, demand push inflation versus, you know, kind of the other way around. But she's going to target labor, which I think is particularly dangerous today, you know, as I was going to school for my econ degree. Full employment was 6% or thereabouts. Janet Yellen's going to target 35 now. I have to ask, was 35 natural? Why is that the goal? Now, is 6% right? Maybe not. But is 35 right? Probably not. And again, I'm afraid she is going to overspend to get to that. That is something I am watching for. The implications of that will not be impacted or felt this year in any meaningful way, uh, but they certainly could be felt going forward. 
in fact, the more and more I think about what I see coming and all of this is subject to change. We talk every day, so all good. But it really feels like we are set up for an amazing three to five years. Think roaring 20s. But then do we have to go through what was the Great Depression? It just feels like we could go through two, three, four, five years of amazing kind of growth. But then something breaks, another recession, and we suffer a decade of pain. I don't know. That's what it kind of feels like today. So I might do a video later today or over the weekend kind of going, okay, if that happens, what am I going to do? And I'd love your feedback. So that's something I'm thinking about doing, right? If we were investing at the beginning of the Roaring Twenties, what would we do? How would we protect ourselves? And how would we get, I don't know, what we'd say liquid or ready to survive what could be 10 years of below growth? That's what I'm thinking about. On to the earnings. And again, these are ones that I talked about over the weekend. I think on Sundays, I usually talk about the week ahead. Uh, a lot of these I'm about to talk about were discussed there. First up is Deer. We talked about this on Sunday being kind of an indicator. And lo and behold, they beat top, they beat bottom. But most importantly, they raised full year guidance. We are starting to see more and more companies talk about the future. They have all been kind of reticent to talk about that the last four quarters. But now they're going, okay, starting to feel our oats a little bit. We see the year getting good. So that is going to be something to watch as more and more companies talk about that. I expect their stock to be up pretty big today. Uh, next up, Dropbox. Dropbox is interesting, and we'll see this a couple of times in this list. They beat top and bottom. However, they gave a weak or lower than expected guidance for future periods. And if you don't know, stocks are not valued on past performance. They are kind of a discount cash flow model of future earnings. So I would expect Dropbox to have a soft day or a weak day. Their guidance was low. Uh, going back to uh, one that beat was Applied Materials. They beat top and bottom and like deer raised or gave an upbeat forecast. Again, companies giving forecasts either up or down is good. Just the forward-looking guidance is going to be helpful. Uh, both you and I have had great frustrations with analysts being horrible this last year. But in fairness, they had no guidance, so they were, I don't know, they were playing tiddlywinks trying to figure it out. They did a bad job. Uh, next up, Rackspace kind of like Dropbox, where they beat top and bottom, but gave disappointing guidance. Again, I would expect them to have a rough morning. And then we talk about Texas Roadhouse and Planet Fitness. I talked about Planet Fitness on Sunday. I'm like, are, are people starting to gather again? That's what I saw with Planet Fitness. I'm like, okay, are people going to the gym? Or have people bought gym equipment and they're working out at home? Or... You know, are they are getting the COVID-15 where the, everybody gains 15 pounds? Well, it looks like both Texas Roadhouse and Planet Fitness, both companies who require people to come to their facilities. One is obviously restaurant. One is gym. They both missed expectations and more importantly, gave very disappointing guidance. So while retailers are doing great, while construction and things of that nature are doing good, 
we are not gathering, at least not based on Road, Texas Roadhouse and Planet Fitness. Eventually, eventually we will go back, but when? Q3? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, on to other news that I'm following, lumber prices. Lumber, if you watch lumber long enough, they do something called a thousand board feet. Basically, what does it cost for a thousand board feet? And it, for the first time, cracked a thousand dollars. That is interesting. It's a milestone. But what is most interesting to me is the price has doubled in three months. And that is after we have lowered some tariffs. I don't know if you know this, but I think we had a 20% tariff on Canadian lumber. That has now been whacked by more than half. I think it's down to 9%. But still, 1000 versus 500 that cost is going to be passed on to home builders. Home builders have ratcheted back development. Home building is down 12%. I think we talked about Pulte Homes like 90 days ago on this channel during one of our daily financial news where they actually said in their earnings announcements, we are slowing construction. We do not see these prices being interesting um, or these prices lasting, so we are going to slow development. But these lumber prices are sticking and going higher. And then what happens to go back to how I opened if Janet Yellen gets her infrastructure bill? Do we suddenly have lumber triple, cement triple, steel triple? And oh, by the way, we don't have inflation? Are you freaking kidding me? What is going on? Something we're going to have to watch is the 10-year. The Remember, way back to January 1st, Daily Financial News, I told you the 10-year is what I'm following if I had to follow one thing. It just hit 1.33, I think, this morning. Uh, we're gonna, people are starting to talk about what was called the taper tantrum. If you don't know what that is, uh, this is something that happened in 2013. 2013, look it up. Basically, the Fed cannot control the long end. Think the 10 and 30 year. They play at the front end. And what happened is the bond vigilantes came in and raised rates and forced the Fed's hand. These rates are going to are going to go up. <clears throat> more and more people are calling 2% by the end of the year and two and a half next year. We haven't even seen the 4 trillion dollar stimulus. Just wait. There is so much cash or currency and we're not creating more stuff. Folks, that is asset inflation. We are having oil up. Oil was at 61 bucks we talked about yesterday. Ugh. I don't know what these people are thinking. And then, of course, we have more bad news for San Francisco office. If you don't remember, remember when Pinterest cut an $89 million check to break a 10-year lease? They wrote an $89 million check so they could avoid $440 million in rent over 10 years because they let their employees work from home. Well, Dropbox, Dropbox did the same thing. They're going remote. And they just took a $398 million charge for getting out of their office leases in San Francisco. Damn. That's a lot of money. That is crazy. And then lastly, a thing we talked about on Sunday I'd be watching for was existing home sales. Kind of good news, bad news. Existing home sales were up month on month, 0.6, in a very low inventory environment. 
Inventory is just over, and I mean just over, 1 million units for the year. It's at 1.04, and inventory is down 26% uh, year on year. Median price is up 14.1%, 303K. Uh, and supply is now 1.9 months down from three months a year ago. And yes, I just saw Ken McElroy post a video declaring a crash in Q4 of 2021. I haven't watched the video, uh, but as you recall, he did a video about 90 days ago or six months ago calling for a crash in 2021. I had to do a video telling him he was wrong. He was spectacularly wrong. It's not going to happen. I have not watched his Q4 2021 crash video, but having seen him for a while now, he is going to be talking about the moratoriums and forbearance and all of these things. Folks, it is not going to happen. I have told you many times, and I don't know why Ken doesn't do the math. It's not going to happen. It mathematically can't happen. It takes months to foreclose. And nobody is even a day late yet. Everybody in forbearance is good. They haven't started the clock yet. Even if all 3 million people went to foreclosure, it would be sometime in 2022 before the inventory would show up. And, oh, by the way, most folks have real appreciation. And as I just told you, we have less than two months supply. Ken, I haven't even watched your video, but I can tell you right now with 99.9% .9 certainty, you're wrong. You're just wrong. You are an apartment guy. You have 10,000 units. You are sucking wind because your rents are down. Your collections are down. Your evictions are up. But don't take your multifamily experience and bring it to single family homes. I own both. And I can tell you my houses are going up in rent, fully collected, while my apartments are suffering. So don't take your multifamily experience and try to equate it to single family homes. You're showing your errors in judgment. Single family homes is where you want to be. It's just where you want to be. We are going into an environment where space is good. Urban core rents are down 20 to 30%. Ouch. Single family homes up. We There is no chance, zero chance, we will have a crash in 2021. Right? I, prices will be up. 10% or more. I mean, what is he thinking? Anyways, I will watch his video. I might watch it today, maybe tomorrow. But I'll do a video just so I can be 100% sure because I'm only 99.9% .9 sure today. In the end, if you like these daily discussions, give me a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. We do three to four original pieces every day because today is a great day to make some money and be a little bit better than yesterday. Take care. Bye-bye.